Hi, I'm Graham Hill and I'm the author of Electric Cars Truth Revealed. Um, if you want a copy of that book, then you can download it by going to grahamhilltraining.com. And uh, if you also pay the upgrade for the training, which will be coming out in 2024, um, you get a ridiculously low price. So it's well worth buying the, the book and the training, uh, which helps to uh, fund this podcast. If you want to sign up for the podcast, whatever channel you're on, if you sign up through the channel or if you go on to grahamhilltraining.com forward slash podcast, we'll make sure that you're aware of the latest uh, releases. Now, I've already explained about the, um, the diffusion of innovation and the position we're in at the moment. We've gone through the first stages. Um, we've been through the innovators and the early adopters. We've now got to that chasm before we get to the big numbers before we get to the early majority, as we call it. Now, once we get to that stage, then it will take off at pace, but we're not there yet. And what we've got to do to get there, as I've already mentioned, is we've got to come out with information. We've got to flood the market with information, not the sort of stuff that's getting out there at the moment. I mean, I read some long report the other day about the amount of, of um, particulates that are being released by uh, tires and how EV tires compare with standard tires and it goes on and on and I mean it's boring I mean it's not the sort of thing that people are really that interested in yeah there'll be a few people that think well this contributes they're normally the people that don't want to go electric anyway but what we're trying to do is get those people that want to go to a, uh, to an electric car to help them along that journey and make sure that they've got sufficient information for them to make a qualified decision which way to go once we've got them into the position where they want an electric car then we need to start looking at how they can afford one and affordability is all important it's not just down to the price of the car because hidden in some of the uh and i'll be going through that in in uh, some of the the, uh, the finance products that are out there that one protect you because you're not taking any risk in sudden depreciation as a result of price drops or some bad uh, publicity on behalf of the car batteries burning, whatever it might be, um, we don't want to run that risk of you having your money invested in the car and losing all that money. You want to pass that risk on to someone else. But we'll talk about that when we get to finance. Now, I'm going to be talking over the next few uh, podcasts about insurance. I've decided that what we need to do is I'll take out one, one item out of about 50 um, that we, we need to look at individually for each person that's thinking in terms of I want to transition to electric but I don't know enough about them and this unfortunately is the big problem people don't know enough about the various cars so we're going to go through um, uh, insurance over the next few uh, videos the next few podcasts and I'm just going to talk one at a time keep them fairly brief so the first one I'm going to talk about is the one thing that if you're selling electric cars either leasing them or a dealership selling them for cash or for finance or whatever. There's something you need to tell the customer and there's something you as a customer needs to know before you even think about placing an order for a car. Because once you place an order, wherever that order is, there's a commitment. Now, sometimes you can cancel and get your money back, um, but there's a fairly good chance that once you've placed the order, you've made a legal commitment and you must stick with it. I mean, even though you've now found out more information, it's a bit too late. Now, you want to be very, very careful about this. So this is vitally important, but this could come into um, consumer duty regulations. It's not been touched on by a lot of the people and the lawyers that have been looking at this. I do, because I look at a bigger picture. 
And I believe that this will be part and parcel um, of consumer duty. And if you don't tell your customers this before they, they place their order for the car, you're contributing to any misunderstanding and misinformation that may have been passed to the customer. So here's the problem. Here's the thing. Before you do anything, get an insurance quote. Before you even think about the car, look at several cars and think, well, I might choose this one, this one, or this one. Get quotes on all of them. The reason for this is the electric car insurance has been going up fairly rapidly. And understandably, because we're now getting more information on the cars and people are testing the cars. The insurance companies like AXA are testing cars to find out which ones are safe, which ones aren't. There are some big costs coming down the line, which I'll be talking about in another podcast, whereby some of the insurance companies have been forced to write off cars for relatively minor damage because part of the damage is a bit of, of um, damage to the, uh, the casing of the battery pack. And if that happens, they're just as likely to write the whole car off as try and replace the battery pack, which will be very, very expensive. So these are the sorts of things we're going to be talking about in, in future podcasts. But the first thing you need to do, especially if you've got three points on your license, and especially if those three points are for speeding, because we found there's been some reports recently. There was a report in The Guardian, uh, a chap who they called David. I don't think that was his real name, but he had a Tesla Y, and it came up for renewal. And when he went to the insurance company, they said, no, we're not prepared to renew, renew the policy. Um, Part of the reason could have been his three points on the license. Um, he then went around the marketplace to find out who would insure him. And he went from the, when he first took out his insurance on the car, a few hundred pounds to 5,000 pounds. Now that was 4,600 or whatever, plus the interest because he was going to pay for it monthly. So the total cost to him for that insurance was going to be 5,000 pounds. That's ridiculous. Now, if you find that when you go and check your insurance, because you may have three points or because you fit into different categories that they're not happy with because the acceleration of these cars is phenomenal. Some of the cars, some of these cars are accelerating nearly as fast as a Formula One car. So, and some are even faster, but I mean, you would know about the insurance on those, but even standard cars like a Tesla Y has got a naught to 60. I think it's about 4.4 seconds. Now that is really, really fast. And if you've got three points on your license for speeding, there are insurance companies out there that would say, no, not interested, don't want to insure you. And those that do may charge you a fortune. So if you're looking at that sort of cost, and that's way beyond your budget, because you're only paying a few hundred pounds at the moment on your petrol or your diesel car, make sure you check this out first. And if you're selling cars, tell the customer to do that. You're doing him no favours by not telling him and then get closer to the time of ordering or getting delivery of the car. And then he finds out that the insurance cost is phenomenal and he actually can't afford it. And he's now got to cancel. You're better off selling him another car, moving him into a different model, which has got a slower acceleration or better um, insurance cover, not better insurance company cover, but cheaper insurance cover, because these sorts of things are going to cause a lot of grief in the marketplace. If you're not doing your job properly, and that applies to those that are leasing cars as well, because you're dreadful at this. I mean, you guys out there that are leasing cars, call yourself experts. You're not experts. You've got to be in a position where you've now got to compare other products with the one that you're offering the customer. If you haven't spoken to him about other products and you know about other products, then you're in breach of your duty of care to the customer. So 
you need to really get a grip of this. If you're going to get on top of the, 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 the financing of these vehicles to consumers, and it's not the ones that are already using uh, leasing, you want to get the people that aren't. You know, I mean, the vast majority of people are still using PCP, and I, I have no problem with PCP. I'm going to be talking about that in other podcasts. But this is the important one. Make sure that before you order your car, you check out the insurance costs. I'll be talking about other things about keeping the cost down and how to keep the cost down in other podcasts. All the sort of information that you need if you're going to go down that channel of getting into an electric car moving from petrol or diesel into electric. So that's all I'm going to say on this one. Um, you'll have to keep following my podcast until you see all of the different things I'm covering. I'm not covering everything in the book. If you want to get all this stuff, a lot of it is already in, in the book and more. So if you want to go and get the book, it's GrahamHillTraining.com. You can download a copy of the book by paying for it, and then you can upgrade and get the training next year. And then there'll be tra training modules that you can look through and then decide which ones you want to use. And especially if you're offering um, uh, vehicles, you're selling vehicles to, uh, to consumers, then you need to be aware of all these, these different little issues and points that people need to be aware of. Because as I've made the point before, there's... The, Confused customers don't exist for a simple reason. The, the customers that are confused never buy. So they can't be confused customers because they don't exist. Okay, that's it for now. I'm going to move on to the next one. Um, we'll be talking about uh, um, uh, what you need to make sure has been included in the policy when you take it out. Boxes you need to tick. Make sure you, that everything that I talk about, you've got covered in the policy. That's it for now. I've been Graham Hill. Thanks for watching. Bye for now.